Hello, Joseph here. Welcome or welcome back. Let me ask you a question. When was the last time you refreshed your brand online? How can you refuel your brand and refresh your content with new formats and ideas, avoiding stress? In today's episode, Claire is sharing five ways you can refresh your brand and content, avoiding stress and replacing overwhelm with strategy. Recently, I changed my haircut. I also took a second during some and I revamped my whole Instagram branding and refreshed the color a little bit. Why am I sharing this? Because having a personal makeover is exactly what happens when you have a brand refresh. Adding that new style or those new colors is like adding a new piece into your wardrobe. And we're gonna take clear experience in fashion and translate that into your content. So without further ado, let's get to it. Welcome to the Digital Bosses Podcast with Joseph and Claire. Our definition of being your own boss means showing up for yourself so you can show up for everyone and everything personally and professionally. So congratulations on showing up, boss. We created the Digital Bosses Podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you start, grow, and build a purposeful online business. If you are a business owner, creator, looking to build an impactful brand that makes a difference, you are in the right place. So let's in. Welcome to the Digital Bosses Podcast with your co-host Claire. Hello, Joe. How are you today? Hello. Hi, Claire. How are you? I am very well, thank you. So nice to have you again. And I'm actually very excited for the topic we're going to get into. I am too. I think this is one of the most important parts when it comes to content marketing because you always want to be a step ahead of everything. And when it comes to rebrand and refresh your brand, it can be difficult. So I think today we're going through the points that will help people to gain clarity. So I'm super excited. Awesome. So I'm going to dive into right away. So the first one is visual identity update. I would like to ask you, when was the last time you actually look at your own visual? Like, let's talk about colors, for example, the image. Do you find it is exciting for yourself before you start to attract the customer? I think this is the first thing when customers buy your products or service. I'm actually going to use one of the examples because I'm a person who buys when it's come to good design, good color, and good package. And it doesn't matter if I need it, but I just end up buying it. (laughs) I relate to this, Claire. (laughs) (laughs) So I always say color is everything because I I will use some of my examples back in the day when I used to work in cosmetics. And you know what? is the perfect example. Okay, think about luxury market. Sometimes that you walk into uh, a luxury department store, and the first thing is as you walk by, you start to smell all these like beautiful fragrances. You may not even need a, a perfume because you don't need it. But as you walk by, you see all these like new beautiful package, great color, great design, great package. You smell it, you sense it, and you get attracted to it and then you start to touch the bottle you're like oh my god this is so good this is so beautiful and then you end up walking away with a perfume how can you create a visual that really speak for your brand and it's really about creating its distinction from your competitors so when i talk about you know branding and design you need to think about the styling point of view think about you know how you market yourself and how do you really get into that desirability that you know, 
customer really want to buy it, even though they may not really need it. I think that's the one part. It's so important when you actually create your brand, starting with the color, you know, and then start with the the way how you look. I actually gonna throw another idea because I think Joe can really align. You know, every time we go for live. We always coordinate color because we want to use color to make a strong impression. And literally, you only have less than five, six seconds of grabbing the attention. So you need to really start thinking as right now, if whatever that's not working, such as the color and then your design, then maybe it's time to ask yourself, are you attracting your own brand? If not, then it's time to refresh. What do you think of this, Joe? Very true. And, you know, I'm listening to you and what is coming up for me is experience. You know, when I was working in beauty as well, I remember one of my very first jobs, I used to work at Sephora, and we did a full training about experience with perfumes, which I'm sure you have done too. And I remember one of the most remarkable that I ever did was the one with Issa Laurent and Opium. The perfume was all about a trip, a travel to Asia. And I remember this because one of the main pitch that we needed to have at the time, and we were trained to say that to the client was, where would you like to travel to today? And this was an introduction question to any perfume and based on where would they like to go, we would pick a perfume. It would be opium if you wanted to have the sort of amber base and have the Asian, you know, experience. If you instead wanted to have something sweeter and something more spring bite would be a mystique. It would be some sort of South of France walking the countryside, if you will. So that was really interesting to me because we do love an experience and sometimes we buy something because we want to belong to that experience and that happens. The whole psychology of branding is just that. Whether we want something because we need it or we buy something because we want to belong to somewhere, that's the prerogative of the client and that's what we are marketing to. And, you know, what is really interesting is how our brain gets triggered by things and sometimes we don't even realize it. What I love to do on social media and a lot of times there is a big focus on um, the visual side, which I think is super important, but also the coordination of your color when you are on a live is really important. And this is what we are doing because we are thinking from a perspective of video, there is less opportunity for you to remember the visual, but you will remember the people and what they wear. And I think that's the biggest stop scrolling method you can possibly do. So I totally relate to what you just shared. I love it. And it's so true because it's like a makeover, right? When you go and get yeah. a haircut, uh, when totally. you buy a new lipstick color you or you invest a piece of wardrobe, how does that make you feel? First, you feel excited. You feel like a newborn person. And that makes makes you want to actually show up more because you feel confidence. And that's why everything starts with color and color is everything. Visual is everything. And that's how you want to create the consumer disability. Also, I wanted to add a point, Claire, which is when I used to work in fashion and we were working on a campaign, I remember one of the main points for me was people are so worried to experiment with clothes because they're just worried about what they might look like. And sometimes, you know, I think we've all been through through um, a phase in our life we were experimenting and people will compare you to oh you know you look like this person oh why are you wearing and you know this is triggering confidence and a lot of people 
might not like that sort of feeling. So what they end up doing, they don't experiment anymore. And it's the same thing with body shape. Sometimes people are so focused to cover what they don't like that they also don't show what they like. So when it comes to the perception of ourselves, it's really important to wear, when it comes to clothing, something that makes you feel in a certain way. So think about how you feel about that color, how the outfit makes you feel rather than what you look like. It gives you joy. The mission is accomplished. Totally agree 100%. And that actually gonna get into the second point I want to share when it comes to branding. Maybe it's time to refresh your logo with new design, especially if you're doing a new product launch or a new service that you're adding into your current packet. I think the, when, okay, I'm one I'm gonna share, I'm actually gonna use this in next experience. Also part of my uh, previous life when I used to work in a clothing uh, company in the production team, you don't actually have to reinvent the whole entire thing. It's especially you're testing a new collection. And what we have done is, you know, we take out whatever that we created in the past. We look into, okay, whatever is not working. And then we collect the data and we come up with just basically tweak a little bit, add in a little bit of detail. We're not creating the whole entire new campaign, but re-adding some detail to it. So for example, when we're coming out with the new collection, we will look into, okay, maybe this style still work. It is still uh, on trend. It's still current. But what we do is we add a little bit different color. We change the different patterns and maybe we add a little bit embroidery, for example, and to test it out. And this become a completely a new design. And when it comes to new, like a new packaging, we don't do the whole entire things. We're just kind of like, you know, adding a little bit thing. And then maybe um, it can be just, sometimes it just, you know, like you add a little detail to the new package that can actually become a new design. And that's just another thing to really look into your logo and your current design, if it's not working, then it's time to also, you know, especially if you want to test it uh, with new audience, that is actually something very good that you want to ask yourself, okay, if it's not working, you've been in the market, maybe it looks a little bit outdated. Is If it's not attracting, then refresh your logo with new design. Do you have any opinion on that one, Joe? Absolutely, Claire. And I think what I really invite anyone listening to this to do is to experiment with different style of their logo. That doesn't mean you have to change your logo every time, but think about big campaigns, right? For example, uh, what is coming up for me is Pride Month. Everybody adds a little bit of rainbow to anything just to make it align with what's happening around uh, in terms of, you know, making the brand feel included, creating a new campaign. And when I was working in fashion and marketing, what was really interesting for us was we will try and test something that we are thinking of launching as a permanent collection with a limited edition. So you are tapping on the fear of missing out of your consumer and you're testing something and you see how it goes for a few months. And then if it goes really well, it will become a classic and a timeless. This happens a lot with the leopard print, for example. So leopard print, one of the first company to do that was Dolce & Gabbana back in the 90s. And it was a limited edition thing. What happened there was... One brand did it, then other people started to do it as well. And nowadays, leopard print became a timeless piece of clothing that if you love fashion, you probably have a jacket or a shirt in that particular pattern. 
Hey, Joseph here. How's it going? Are you enjoying today's episode? What is your biggest takeaway? If you like what you're hearing and you would like to support us, make sure you go over on Apple Podcasts leaving us a review. Five stars for good karma. We value each and every feedback and yours matters the most. Plus, we really want to improve here. So make sure you go over on Apple Podcasts today and let us know what are your thoughts. Now back to the show. Down to the third point I want to share, especially if you are a business owner and you are a boss that show online constantly. This is something I have noticed. You want to pay attention to this, overhauling your entire image. So it doesn't matter what journey you're on at the moment, okay? You can be a small business or maybe you're a startup. I always say that your presentation can say a lot about your brand and your business and people do buy from people. And you really want to pay attention how can you show up in a very professional setting. And I cannot be stressed enough on this one, but I really do think because using my own experience of everything when I shift online, I always pay attention. I, I invest in my own brand. I invest the people and I make sure that I invest in a professional photography for my brand, for digital bosses and then, and for myself too. And it's a way of why you want to create that high quality images, right? Because people like to feel luxury. And when you create that uh, image, that perception, and it create a very distinct uh, style and look, people have a certain way of how they see you and the, the way how they feel about your business. So you want to really use this as an example of how do you want to make your content to stand out? How do you want to make you stand out? This is another thing I want to share, lighting. I really have to say, you, Joe, you're the expert when it comes to lighting. And I've learned so much about just learning different lighting from you. And from previously during pandemic, I was on a lot of networking events. I mean, I still do. And one thing I have noticed that a lot of business owners or or content creators, they have forgotten about how important the lighting is. And often I will go on the networking event and then they're talking about what they do, but I cannot even recognize their face because the lighting is not so good. It looks very blurry and it doesn't really make them stand out. So I want to say it's so important to invest good quality lighting, especially if you're planning to create video content for your business for a long term and get creative with colors. Use some color to add some brand consistency and show up your personality. Totally agree. And I think when it comes to lighting, sometimes you just need those two pieces that really will be in your equipment for a while. I recently just bought these lights on Amazon, which are really price friendly. They're really cheap. I think they were about $40, $39 or something. And they are really, really good. I shared them on a reel on my page. If you want to check it out, by the way, this is not sponsored, just FYI. <laughs> I just wanted to share that because good lighting, it's important. And I agree with you, Claire, the perception of the way we show up online really has a lot to say about the brand that we are promoting and the product that we are selling and the service that we're offering. So I do relate to that a lot. And I want to add another point when it comes to the content side of your marketing. So think about your content and I want you to stop for a second and ask yourself, what is that one thing that I'm extremely passionate about, but I do not share online because I don't think is on brand with what I'm talking about. And this is a very important part to me because what often happens is that we are so focused on 
what we're selling, what we're offering, the niche that we're in, that we forget to source idea from all the industries and other niches that could be translated and transferred into our own. I did that personally with my passion for commentary. I do love commentary. I do love red carpet. I do love a Netflix series. What I did at the beginning of this year, I started to introduce my passion for pop culture and I introduced a new series on Reels called Pop Culture Portfolio. And it's really the brand strategy and marketing strategy behind the trending TV show that are happening on Netflix, Amazon Prime, you name it. And this is a way for me to inject some personality into the page, but also make it interesting to the person that is watching. And another thing I want to share is actually something that my boss used to tell me when I was working in corporate. I would be the person always focusing on the industry and looking at what's trending. The elasticity that I learned mentally and creativity-wise, my corporate job was about finding always an angle. And my boss used to say to me when I was working in skincare, he was like, it's never about the news, it's about the angle. People are looking for a perspective because if they need only a news, they will not come to you. They will go on Google and it will take them 10 seconds to find it. And I want to share this with you because sometimes we are so much in our own head when it comes to things. And in reality, what people are really invested is process, which is leading me to the next point. Focus on the process and focus on the progression of your content. So you might be in a situation where you're going through a change and a transformation with your content strategy or with your content that you're sharing on social media to promote a product, or maybe you have an offer that is changing and evolving. So you feel that what you shared before isn't really relevant anymore to what you're sharing now. However, here's a twist for you. It's about leaving and giving the opportunity to the person that is following you from today to see the process of how you become who you are today. And the reason why I share this is because we tend to archive a lot of content. We tend to always remove what isn't relevant anymore, that picture that is quite right, or that content that we share just to experiment. Relatability, I think that's the part that a lot of creators are missing out on. It's about giving the page that brand look that looks incredible, but not relatable. And that's the reason why when I changed my niche back in 2018 and I went from travel to marketing, I thought, you know what, I could hide and archive all the content that I shared before. But then what happens there is you're not going to be able to see the progression and the transformation that I am selling on my offer. So in reality, my page is the output of what I'm talking about. So if it's not there, you're not able to see what was my transformation and actually relate to the one I'm trying to offer to you as a service. Think about that particular niche that you're watching on TikTok, if you're a creator on Instagram or vice versa, and you are watching something just for fun. Think about how you can translate that to something that is relevant to who is following you on your business I love this, especially when you talked about the transformation, you know, and I can totally relate on that one because I was, at the time I rebrand myself and refreshing everything when it comes to the look, the color, the image. And I was like, should I actually archive everything? And I'm like, but 
again, if I archive it, then it doesn't seem like me. It just it seems like I'm trying to hide something. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna leave it there. And I think this is、uh, something we we see very often when people, you know, they they've been showing up, but they just don't want to show anymore. They, they it seems like they will just archive everything, and and they don't really want to show everything from the past. I、yeah. would say, like, especially if you want to run an operate business, transparency is definitely. A, a something you know. The more you actually being honest with who you are and what you show, you actually end up creating more co- consumers that actually attracting what you do. And I think that is actually another point. I think you will want, like when it comes to creating a new personality. Nothing wrong when you're creating a new personality, but you don't actually have to remove the old one. You're just bringing out. Uh, you're elevating a new personality.、And、it's about full transparency. There is one type of post that I. I have to say, Claire, I did archive a couple of things on my page, and there was a trend on Instagram in 2018. I don't know if you remember this, but I do, and it was about sharing. I think it was called Face Square, and it was about sharing a picture with seven posts. So basically, you will post a picture. That was big, and then you will have seven posts that will make the picture like a puzzle.、Uh, if anyone in the audience is relating to this and is remembering this in the episode, please take a screenshot right now and tag us on your Instagram story, sharing what was your take on it if you did it, because I'm very curious if you have. And I remember I did did I did do this in 2018. I was in Stockholm. I was in Sweden. There was this very cool church, and I took a picture in front of it, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do this giant square trend now, and. I remember posting nine posts in one time, like literally in within ten minutes, it was nine posts to make the full picture. And I remember my friend telling me, "You are an idiot. Just stop doing this. This is so irritating. You keep appearing. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, you keep appearing on my feed." And I said, "You know, last time I checked at twelve, it was your face. Now I see your leg. What is wrong with you?" <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. That is actually very good point. To wrap up the conversation, I would say market change, business grows, and you change, people change, right? So you, the only way is to continue to test it. Especially if your audience has changed, it's time to really think about okay, what is not working, what is working, what can you do, and think of the innovation and evolution. And I think that's the、yeah. thing that if you want to. St- Stick around online and building a business for long term. That is something you have to test. Exactly,、it. and I think the mindset shift that I want you to take away from this episode today, it's about simplicity. And process over result and perfection. All right, that is it for today. Now that was a jam-packed episode full of value just for you. But let me tell you a secret: the best conversations actually happen after the show over at the Digital Bosses page on Instagram. You're more than welcome to join the tribe there. We have incredible conversations, and it's full of action taker business owners just like you. So we cannot wait to see you there. Plus, if you are looking to support us, you like. To let us know what are your thoughts about today's show, take a screenshot of the episode, tag us on your Instagram story, and let us know your feedback. We share each and every one of our listeners, and we cannot wait to share yours too. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you with Claire same time, same place next week.